Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Welcome along to another wonderful show. We're with you right through to midnight tonight and lots to get through tonight, by the way, including the history of boycotting. And not only the history, but why we boycott things and is it the right thing to do and does it actually even make a difference? Because we're seeing a lot of it at the moment. I'm seeing recently, oh, don't shop at Lidl or Aldi or whatever it is. They have Israeli goods. Don't shop somewhere else. They have goods made in Palestine. And everybody taking sides, obviously. Uh, people have their own views on what's going on. And people telling you to boycott things. Don't buy, buy these products because they promote transgenderism or they promote this or they promote that. You know, anyway. We get around to that later on. And do you ever boycott things? And does it make a bloody difference? Really? Sometimes boycotts work, by the way. But sometimes they go disastrously wrong and do quite the opposite. They give the company huge promotion. Now, to boycott or not to boycott. Firstly, let's let's look at the history of the word boycott, okay? And where it comes from. Everybody uses this word. Boycott them. Hashtag boycott Bud Light. Hashtag boycott Little Aldi. Hashtag boycott Dunstars. Hashtag, remember that years ago with the, the bananas? During the Dunn strike. Anyway, Captain Boycott himself retired from the army to become a land agent in Ireland, of all places. Troubles in the country led to his employer telling him to lower the tenants' rent. When the tenants decided it hadn't been lowered enough, they refused to pay. He was told to start evicting people. The tenants, of course, didn't like that very much, and his employees stopped working. Local businesses wouldn't take his money, and even the postman wouldn't deliver his mail. Eventually, he and his family were forced to move away. Was it successful? Well, yes, he moved away. And the word boycott was invented and introduced into society in 1888. So, yes, it worked. And that's the origins of the word boycott. It's Irish. It comes from Ireland. We're famous for something. There you go. The word boycott. So, the word boycott is used all over the world. But the question tonight is, does it work? You know, I mean, the to boycott or not to boycott is not a little nod to Shakespeare on Nighttime Talk Radio. It's just, does it work? Anyway, there have been many famous boycotts in history. You might remember the famous boycott of Nestle in 1970s. A little reminder if you don't, the chocolate company came under fire when they began a marketing campaign to sell breast milk substitutes to, develop, to developing countries. They were accused of contributing to the rise of infant mortality. The boycott pointed out that the formula is less healthy than breast milk and that it was way too expensive for mothers to buy once they'd finished the free samples. Was it successful, you ask? Well... The original US boycott ended in 1984 after codes and policies were put in place. But the UK restarted it in 1988 and it's still in effect. And for, I suppose, a a much more recent example, there is the big Bud Light boycott. This began, of course, in April when the transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney posted a video on Instagram, 1.8 million followers, to promote Bud Light. And basically he was used as an advocate for Bud Light. And this is kind of what he said. Have a listen. These things never work when you want them. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money, too. Love ya! Cheers! Cheers. Go team! Whatever team you love, love I love, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, he's quite a controversial character. A lot of people are saying that he's actually taking the piss. He's taking the piss out of transgenders and of women as well. But he's making a lot of money. But he went on Instagram and he became an ambassador for Bud Light, so much so they put his picture on the can. Big mistake. As a response to Mulvaney's association with Bud Light, many, many people boycotted the beer. 
after Bud Light sales slumped Anheuser-Busch, the, brewers, uh, the beer brewers, announced in late April that two of its executives had taken leave of absence. In other words, they were fired. Then at the beginning of June, Mondello Especial, a Mexican beer made a, a Constellation Brands, replacing Bud Light as the top-selling beer in the U.S., Anheuser-Busch later reported its revenue in the United States in the second quarter fell by 10% from earlier that year, primarily due to the decline in volume of sales of Bud Light. And the effect of that was roughly, so far, a $19 billion loss. All because they put a transgender on the can and people decided to boycott it. Because even transgender people didn't like Dylan Mulvaney. Because some people are reckoning he's actually a comedian is going to come out in two years' time and say the whole thing was a joke. Anyway, two good examples of when boycotts made an impact, but there are some boycotts that have had little more than virtue signalling. You often hear people say, I wouldn't buy that, it's Russian. I've spoken in the past about what happened when we refused to pay for Russian oil, for example. It just gets sold somewhere else and we buy it back at premium prices. And the latest, of course, is Israel and Palestine, the situation which has all sorts of people boycotting all sorts of items. What I want to know is, do you think boycotting is effective? Do you believe it has a place in society? Or are we making a lot of noise about nothing? Now, let's see who boycotting affects. So let's take the Russian one, the oil. Now, there is no doubt that it's damaging to the Russian economy to some degree. But we're also cutting our own nose off to spider face because that leaves us short and paying premium price, price for the same oil that the Russians are now selling at discount prices uh, to China and India and places like that, or to India and uh, where is else? Oh, Pac- I think I can't remember Pakistan. I think they're selling it to as well. Anyway, and they're just refining it and selling it back to us at a premium price. So we're only cutting our nose off to spider face. And the people who really suffer are the people who sell the oil, not just the Russian government, but of course the workers in the factories, in the refineries, and everywhere else they suffer too. So if you boycott a product, there are staff working in buildings that make that stuff. It's not just the owners of the company or the country. So there are other people who are indirectly affected by our boycott. So does it work? As I said, the latest is Israel and Palestine. And I'm sure you've seen some of the suggested boycotts online of products that are made in Israel or made in Palestine. But what I want to know is, do you think boycotting is effective? And before somebody texts in and says, now, nah, which side are you on? I'm not on any side. I don't take sides. I just absolutely, I believe that murder is abhorrent. War is abhorrent. It doesn't matter who's being killed, it's wrong. On all humanitarian grounds, it's wrong. I don't take sides. Uh, and I'm purposely not taking sides, by the way, because firstly, I don't know enough about it and the history of it. I'm, there are people who know a lot more about it than I do. I'm certainly not going to put myself in that position of taking anyone's side. So all I see on TV when I look at news reports about Israel and Palestine is dead people. I see bodies. I see bodies of children, of babies, all sorts of things. And I think it's despicable. No matter who commits them, it's despicable. Anyway, back to boycotting. Does it make a difference? What do you think? Is boycotting a waste of time? There are some examples around the world where people decided to boycott companies and it actually benefited them. You know, I'm never going to listen to him again because he said this and all of a sudden I'm all over the news and the newspapers and uh, everybody goes, huh, I wonder who he is. People who've never heard of me before, for example. I wonder who he is. There's, a, there's an old rule in media that there's no such thing as bad publicity. And that could go for companies too. You know, if you boycott a company and it becomes big news, sometimes that can give them more publicity and the extra sales they get, aside from the people who decided to boycott them, would actually make them more money. So, do you boycott things? And do you think it's wise to get involved in ma- what they call mass boycotting, which is happening a lot on social media now? 
Let me know. The number is, as usual, 087 So here's the question. Does boycotting work? Is it a waste of time or does it work? Let me know. Just one question. Does boycotting work? 87 is the WhatsApp number if you want to WhatsApp, you want to come on the air. How you doing, David? No, no, lovely to speak to you again. Yes. You too. Um, I think I think I, I, I do think it, do, it does work, yes. Okay. Um, it very much depends on who put it together. When you were talking about the Russian um, situation, that's a political organised sanctions, and sanctions never work. Sanctions are always a waste of time. Mm. Uh, politicians couldn't organise a piss-up in a brewery. Well, I, I explained before the Russian situation how stupid that is because now the Russians are selling it cheap yeah. and, and it's just being yeah. re-refined and set up, sold back to us Absolutely. at a premium price. So stupid. Well, the, the, the example you gave of where the boycotting, the, the whole word came from, um, a, a, a very appropriate boycott was, was, give, was the whole reason for it was put out. People agreed to it. People accepted it. People went with it. Um, and, and where people are in, properly informed, now, I think EVs, electric vehicles, should be boycotted. Mm. I think they're damaging to the environment. I think they're damaging to the, the economy, and they're damaging to the people who buy them. Um, and they're damaging to the, the poor individuals who have to dig the cobalt for them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the whole sort of, the whole, the whole renewable industry at the moment it is built on um, local crimes, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the kids and, and all the rest of it. Um, no, I do not believe that after, when you take into account all the tons of, of, of concrete, steel, etc., these wind turbines, yep. not one of them will ever, will ever produce more electricity than cost to, to make them. Yeah, and then they end up getting buried somewhere. I've well, actually seen like this wind yeah. turbine graveyard there recently on, online where all these things yeah, are. Yeah, because um, we, we now see from Volvo that um, a battery pack need nine years to get to make back the CO2 that it costs to make them. Yeah, I, I was reading somewhere, now this is quite a while ago, about, an era, about a year and a half ago, that one electric car, to make it anyway substantially viable, you know, to reduce CO2 emissions, if that's what you believe yeah. is going to save the planet, by the way, um, to yeah. reduce those CO2 emissions, it's 120,000 miles. So you'd yeah. have to rack up 120,000 miles on the car to make it viable. Or more, or more viable than a diesel car, for example. Yeah. 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 And, and, even, and, and, and even then, you, have, you can argue then, of course, you know, does that actually even make a difference that you're saving that little bit of CO2 emissions? Does it really make that? Is, well, it, is it going to save the planet? Well, what's interesting is that Volvo and everybody else, they only warrant their battery packs for, for eight years. Mm-hmm. So that tells, you, that tells you they can never make it. And now we, I, was, I was reading an article um, over the weekend where um, insurers, um, because of any any sort of tip you have in, a, in an EV, they have to check the battery pack, and nobody will sign off on the battery pack after it's been potentially damaged mm-hmm. um, from a, from an accident. No, um, we were we were far better off with engines because they're made out of steel, which is an abundance, yeah. by the way, well, iron and steel, iron ore. The, 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 the man's man's effort should be put into making um, high, uh, economic hydrogen. Well, here's what I, I've been thinking. I know we're going off skew a little bit here, but I've been thinking we've such wonderful technology and wonderful people in this world at the moment that come up with some clever ideas. Can we not, yes. if, if people really believe that the CO2 emissions from what are very clean energy cars nowadays 
are damaging the planet. And that depends on whatever side of the, the argument you happen to be on. But if you really believe that, could we not come up with an idea to neutralise that carbon before it leaves the car? Surely somebody's clever enough to do that. That's when you've got catalytic converters. The modern car, yeah. since the 90s, the modern car puts out cleaner air than it takes in. Well, absolutely. Not if you're on the way. Not if you're on the west coast of Ireland, obviously, but yeah. in your, if you're driving around most most of Europe in, in, when you're into dirtier air, yeah. most cars are more cleaner air than... than yeah, the, than day, the days of smoky exhausts are practically gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely, and have been since the 90s. Yeah. So the, 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 the most toxic thing on a car are the tyres. Probably. Tire yeah, yeah. Again, um, getting and, rid of them. EVs being thirty percent heavier than normal cars, your, and with with um, your torque comes in from zero straight away. You've mm. got full hundred percent torque from from so you're wearing out your tires at an alarming rate by comparison. I never thought of that actually. I never thought of that aspect of EV cars that you would go through tires quicker because of the weight and obviously the torque. But but getting back to boycotts in general, every day every day I see people looking to boycott places online. But they, what were they boycotting? You know, all these these virtue signaling, the sort of the Hollywood type boycotts. Um, it, we saw Ricky Gervais do that wonderful piece in his 2020 um, uh, Golden Globes, where he said, "You're not, you're not capable of making comment on anything. If ISIS started up a, a streaming service, you'd call your agent." <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you remember that? I, I do. I do. I do remember that. And, and, he, and he had a, he had a complete dig at Apple and Amazon because they had their sweatshops in China. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember when back in the day when I was over in London, um, the sort of right on people, all the sort of greenies, all the sort of vegan, would whiz down to to uh, Greenwich Market to buy their lovely silks from Sri Lanka, which which. You know, they completely overlooked the fact that the people who were making those silks out in Sri Lanka were working for like fifty cents a day. I know, but but see, I when I when I listen to people, you know, give out about things. So sorry for interrupting. When I when I listen to people saying, you know, there's a war here, there's a war there. We're not buying this. We're not buying that. Let's boycott this. Let's boycott the other. And they're standing there in their in their clothes, from, you know, their fast fashion, you know, that comes from a shop somewhere where somebody's paid thirty quid a month. And you're kind of saying you really don't have a right to talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, get yeah, over yourself. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. No, no, absolutely no. no. I'm 500 behind you on that one. Yeah. You know, because people are so ignorant on on really what what comes of where things are coming from. Yeah. Um, we, we're so. But see, I'm but I'm wearing fast fashion. I'm wearing you know a cheap shirt, a pair of jeans from TK Maxx, and a jacket from TK Maxx here, right? But but I might walk an ad for TK Maxx actually because it's cheap, nice clothes. Okay, so I, I but I mean I'm not in denial about where they're where they're made, and it's not that I don't care. But I'm not going to start shouting about it because I don't care. I know that sounds awful, but I don't care in a way that you think I care. You know what I mean? No, but I I I, I don't particularly know where those items are manufactured, and I don't know that they are manufactured in sweatshops. Some are better than others. I know that Superdry are particularly bad. And that they do pay literally for like fifty cents a day 
mm-hmm. for items that are selling for sixty to hundred quid. But, but I mean, if people um, want if people want clothes that are sourced on humanitarian grounds and people are paid a good wage. Well, then you're going to be paying 70 quid for your shirt. You're going to be paying 100 quid for your jeans. You're going to be paying a lot more. You won't buy cheap blouses, you know, in your cheap department stores anymore because they won't be available because it's not mass produced. So, I mean, you have a choice. I, I think the I think that you can have sustainably sourced mm. um, economic stuff mm-hmm. um, where you don't have people making money hand over fist like your, your rental uh, example from the original boycott. The, the, um, the, the, one of the big boycotts this year. Uh, was the bo- only been in retail for 120 years. Um, yeah. We can, can source um, good value gear um, without going to without going to sweatshops. I mean, I, I mentioned two of the big ones there, which were the Nestle uh, breast milk substitute, which yeah. there was boycotted as well. And, and then I mentioned the more recent one, which cost Bud, Budweiser and Heiser Bush 19 billion. And that's the, yes. the Dylan Mulvaney. Something as simple as allowing a transgender to be the ambassador of their beer um, basically well, cost well, them a lot of money. Well, that whole, that whole sort of virtue-signaling nonsense, that, that's, that's, um, that is the worst side of everything. That is the worst side of Western society in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, and everything that's involved in that whole cancel culture transgender nonsense where we are ignoring science um, and it's people's feelings over fact. But do companies get caught? But David, do companies get caught between a rock and a hard place? Whereby you've got, you've, you've got well, you've got the lefties, okay? So you've got the, the, the woke liberals. The lefties have captured the banks mm. and now you've got the university-led lefties who are doing what they're doing and they are they're trying to. Um, I, I don't know if you've been following what goes on over in the UK, but Nigel Farage and his bank account. I remember that story. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still going on, and um, he's. Well, mind you, he's suing them all, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he's still in a battle with Nat West. Now, it <laughs> it doesn't surprise you. Won't surprise you to hear that the the chairman who um, allowed uh, this dame, whatever her name is, to continue and do what she's doing. He was the head of the FSA, which completely screwed up in the UK mm-hmm. in 2008 with the whole banking crisis. Mm-hmm. He was put in as the head of it. He was the head bureaucrat, and now he's running a bank, and he's even worse. I know, and these people have captured the banks, and now the banks are enforcing green policies and virtue signaling policies. Well, it depends whether we need the product. Like, i give you another example. During the yeah. year, Tampax... Uh, the men's yeah. uh, women's sanitary towel products, Tampax, yeah. start, they change their logo to represent men who have periods. And, you know, we all know men don't have periods, but, of course, they were looking to capture the market of the woke. And um, there was a boycott. Yeah. They said, let's boycott them. But the problem is it couldn't really be boycotted because it's a product that women need. Uh, now, there is alternative <laughs> products out there, but they would be the most famous and the go-to product. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes these boycotts don't work. You're absolutely right. Then we're back into what I was talking, what I mentioned earlier on, the worst side of modern society, which is ignoring science. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, sort of saying men can have um, periods is, <laughs> is patently nonsense. Mm-hmm. There is, there is not, there is, this is not scientific, and, and it should be laughed out of court. The 
fact that um, several of our institutions have been taken over by these idiots now, um, I, th I think there needs to be a severe boycott of paying taxes until we get rid of these idiots. Well, I, I know the UK have done a U-turn on the silly words, as I call them, in the UK and the NHS, which are, you know, chess feeding and birth parent and yeah. all these silly words. They've also uh, put in executive laws in three states now in America to ban all these words. Yeah. Uh, so there is a bit yeah. of a... The, yeah. the tide is turning a little bit, but Ireland is still motoring yeah, ahead. Yeah, we're still paying... The NHS is still employing hundreds of um, diversity officers mm. at 40 million a year. But, you, but, they, but here's the thing, thing, but you can't boycott the NHS. You know, no, you can't. But the, 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 there was a um, the, the lady down. There was, there was a lady employed down in Brighton at um, the Sussex County um, Hospital mm -hmm. um, as a diversity officer, and um, she cost the the, the health trust um, hundreds of thousands when she was successfully sued by some English people for her racist act activities, mm -hmm. and she was sacked. Um, the, the late, sorry, David. The latest boycotts, of course, um, have, that have been suggested yeah. are shops selling products that may have been sourced in Israel or Palestine. And um, this is, of course, the latest demand of boycotting. Um, now, again, I mentioned at the start of the show, I'm not going to take sides. I hate death. I hate war. I hate all of those things. Well, it doesn't matter who's responsible. Somebody actually did a proper history lesson on on what happened out there. Palestine has never existed as a country. It is. It is not a. Okay, I, I don't want to get into that conversation because that's not what the topic is okay. about. But in relation, like to, yeah. for, for most of us, what Can we see... The, I would support the boycotting if the history is right and if the facts behind it are right. There's but how, but how would you support way. boycotting of murder on either side? On either side? I, no, 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 there, was, there you've, got a, you've got two cultures. You've got two death cults. Oh, I know, I know. You've got two death cults. One denies the right of any individual. And the Hamas um, state in their, their charter that no Jew shall ever live, let alone have a, let alone have a country. You know, since 1948, the, the Arabs have, have fought six wars against the Jews to wipe them out. Yeah, I, um, I understand the position you're taking, and there are people who take, would take an opposing position on that, David, and I, and I get that. Well, they're, they're, they're ignorant and they're stupid. Well, they would think you're ignorant and stupid. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to get into that tonight. They can't argue with my facts. No, they're not going to argue with their facts, but morally they might believe you're wrong. But okay, look, again, I'm not going to get into that tonight. The point is, do you believe boycotts on either side make a difference in those situations? Do you think they do? I do. The things like, if you go back to the Barclays when they had quite an involvement in South Africa and apartheid, well, they were supporting potentially the apartheid side. Um, the, the boycott of of, uh, of that worked quite well mm -hmm. amongst again amongst the public. Whereas the, um, the again the oil um, and the fact that the, the, the politicians went the bit they did went horribly wrong, and I think it was uh, the Salem, wasn't it? Ship. Yeah. Um, she went. She picked up her, her her fuel load from the Gulf, dropped it off in South Africa, and then the ship was stuck off, off Nigeria um, to hide the to hide the sanction busting. Um, 
yeah, these political sanctions don't work, but when the public gets get involved in something sensible, um, yes, they do work. And they can, they can I, I do remember a famous one here in Ireland when the staff of Dunn Stores many, many years ago, back in the, would it be the 70s or 80s, I can't remember, went on strike over Dunn Stores um, buying products from South Africa at the time during apartheid. Um, and that yeah. seemed to work at the time, or certainly did a lot of damage. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll say, we'll say, say there a second, let me go to Alan. Alan, hi, how are you? Sorry, no, yeah, thank you. Good night, happy Monday. Yep. Uh, Alan, you've heard David say, well, they do work as long yeah. as the facts are right. Yeah, no, the only thing I would say first is, right, there's a guy, there's a professor in, in the US, and what he says is, the the more money that has to be made, the less you can trust science, right? That's just an interesting one to actually look at, look at it from his point of view. Mm-hmm. Do boycotts work? Yes, they do. Because Bud Light has shown you that when more companies, when companies go woke with this nonsense, the people have answered, and they've lost billions. So, Well, there's a saying now, that, if you go woke, you go broke. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, yeah so, in, in that sense, they do. Now, People bought into boycott J.K. Rowling because she said women can't have willies is ridiculous. And that's coming from a woke lefty point of view, which is just not... Well, to be clear, I don't think we, I don't think J.K. Rowling ever said that per, that quotation. Along those lines. Yeah, okay. No, I'm, well, I'm surmising, right? But that's yeah. what she was getting at. Yeah. Right? But I guess individuals like that is, is utter nonsense. But against organisations like Budweiser who are more... And it goes back, I think it's called, isn't it, the EYC score? Isn't that what it's called? I'm the more too. woke companies are, the better. Oh, that's right. They get. get a rating. That's right. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that's what most companies seem to be more interested now in is, is getting that rating up because that gives them. But why would? You, but if you're a marketing manager of a company, why would you want the rating if you're going to lose money? Uh, I think it offers them. It, it, it offers it offers them access to to more funding from the larger larger investment firms like Vanguard and, and these type of people. That as far as I know, that's what yeah. it's all about. Mm-hmm. As you're seeing companies go, this absolute stupid things coming out of it. Like putting a dude, pretend to be a woman, for beer, it was just ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. No, no, I mean, I, 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 as I said already, I think the transgender community themselves don't have any respect for Dylan Mulvaney uh, because I, I, do, I do believe, and I think many people have said it, that he's a comedian, and he was a comedian before. And I do believe he's going to come out in about a year and a half's time and say the whole thing was a prank. You know? Yeah, I, and it just goes to show that people are, 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 just, are just been taken for fools. Like it, it's getting that it's getting it's getting it's gone that far now. It's gone to the nonsense point where in a paedophile in America now wants to be known as a minor attractive mm. rather than being called paedophile. That's the stupidity that you're dealing with. But look, boycotts I think against likes of Budweiser do work, and long may they continue against companies that do that nonsense stuff. That's just literally. Did you have just, you ever boy? Have you ever boycotted anything in your life? Uh, I refuse to buy stuff from an Irish retailer because. I had a bad experience with them once. Well, that's just per- well, that's just a personal position. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's my personal. Yeah, I've, there's a particular restaurant we, we, chain yeah. that I don't go to because we had a bad experience with them. But that's yeah, that's just I, a personal I, position. Yeah. But yeah, would I buy Budweiser? No, I wouldn't because I wouldn't buy it in the first place. I think it's piss. <laughs> that's just your view I'm sure people who like Budweiser would, would argue with you but Budweiser lies uh, across America now seemingly now they uh, you know they pay big money for what they call refrigerator space in Walmart and 7-Eleven and they have now 7-Eleven and Walmart have now announced that they've reduced the refrigerator space for Bud Light, or Bud Light because that's how little of it they're actually selling yeah, and if you see any of the events that they've had over there where, they've had, where they have the, the beer tents up, the, the Bud Light tent is always empty. There's no one going near them. No, yeah, I don't, I don't know whether the boycott has worked as far as Ireland, but certainly in America. I mean, to be honest with you, when you think about, you know, whoever was the marketing person behind that, I mean, beer 
I suppose, is always predominantly, you know, stereotypically for blokes, cans of beer. I mean, don't get me wrong, women drink cans of beer too, I know that. But that it was the kind of rocky thing. And then you had all these rock stars coming out and saying, we're not buying it anymore. We're not going to promote it anymore. We're not going to be seen yeah. drinking it anymore because of what you've just done. You and know? That's the right thing to do. What, what happens is, what happens in America moves to the UK in about 12 months. And then about 12 months after that, 24 months after it, then head to Ireland and Ireland takes too long to cop itself on because they're following something that's now, now out of fashion and we look like great dogs. That's what happened in this country. That is absolutely what happened in this country. We're, just, yeah, we're only getting around to the Nestle boycott yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, but we over we overcorrect, we overcorrect too much on, on things where we go too far to one side mm. and then kind of go two years and like, oh, shite, we've actually gone too far. We actually need to pull ourselves back now. So that's where we are stupid and we really need to look at ourselves in that type of nonsense. Okay, but here's here's my feeling too on boycotts. That let's say you boycott a company, uh, some random company, whatever it is, right? And we talk we talk about Bud Light if you want to, because that's the obvious one to talk about at the moment. You're not just damaging Anheuser Busch and the CEOs and the people who own it and the people who make money. You're also damaging the factories because the 350 workers lost their jobs initially because of that boycott. So they have families as well. It's not their choice to put Dylan Mulvaney on a tin of beer. It's a marketing manager who, by the way, two, the two marketing managers or executives both lost their jobs. They took a leave of absence. I thought it should. Yeah. This was the stu- stupid marketing decision. But it was too late. It was already done. But the point is, other people lose their jobs. The delivery driver who delivers the beer, he loses his job or less people get to work on that aspect of it. The people who make the cans themselves, people there will lose their jobs because sales plummet. So there's a lot of people involved in that chain that lose their jobs. So do we really think yeah. about boycotts True. Before, but no, we're not just damaging one person. No, but like if if you if you think about it now, right? Within America, right? I'm surprised those employees haven't actually taken uh, lawsuits or something against against Budweiser themselves for losing their job. But again, it's one person making a decision that's not that now been held to account. But then, but the company hasn't fully come out and said uh, we're moving away from this nonsense and get those people back in. If they were to come and do a campaign like that and say we're moving away from this nonsense. We're getting back to what it was, what it should be. That they will probably get those people back and, and sell more beer and get those people back in. But unfortunately, there's always going to be collateral damage by someone making a stupid decision. Mm. That's the unfortunate thing about all this. Yeah. But by, from from the outset, Budweiser needs to be taught a lesson. And in fairness to the people of America, that's exactly what they've done. Yeah. Well, stay there. Let me go to Kathy oh. as well. Hang on, Kathy. Hi. How are you? Hi, Neil. How are you? Good, Kathy. You have a story for me. Yeah, well, uh, I kind of have, I'm going to lower the tone here now big time. That's no problem at because, all. People do that uh, every night. <laughs> Go on. It's after night, it's after night, we're grand. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be as intelligent as um, your... Oh, don't put yourself guys down. you have on. Oh, no, I'm not, but I'm just saying, um, just something that I noticed there at the weekend, and where I live, um, Aldi, big store, and it was... Um, maybe five or six people across the road and were shouting into this microphone about uh, no blood sports, we're not having it anymore. But Andy was after putting in a new road. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and apparently it cost, I don't know what it was, 60 or 60,000 pounds. I just heard people talking about it today anyway. But, um, it was a field across from Aldi, but it's all boarded off, and there's um, hair coursing on it. Oh, 
Oh, right. Okay, okay. Okay, so it's blood sport. Okay, blood sports, yeah. Yeah, so um, there was, as I said, there was about 10 people there uh, shouting, no, we don't want this and we don't want that, and we're, we're not having blood sports anymore. But you know what? Aldi paid for that place for the blood sports, if you like. Well, I don't know. You're telling me that, but I don't know if that's a fact. But either way. Okay, you okay. don't know that. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 but that's what they're saying. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's not what they're saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. What I'm saying, what, what I'm saying is that they were standing across from Aldi. And, and are they, they trying to get people? To, were they trying to get people to boycott Aldi? Um, I can't say that because okay. I would be wrong to say that. But they were standing there on uh, the premises and well, no, across from the premises and said, "No, we won't have blood sports anymore." Yeah, so they were animal activists. They were animal rights activists. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, I told you before, I'm a farmer. I don't give a shit about that. Like, <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, sorry for being rude. Yeah, I, but, mean I mean, look, rude. no, I have no problem with farming, but I, I do have an issue with like the hair coursing. I think it's a, it's a kind of irrelevant in the modern world. I don't think we need it. You know, there's other ways oh of entertaining God, yourself. Yeah, there's other ways of entertaining yourself apart from, you know, just sending a dog running around the field after a hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wouldn't be, my, wouldn't be my cup of tea. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not going to stand out there with a megaphone. You know what I mean? No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they were out there with megaphones. You know, yeah. and yeah, and to me, yeah, no, you don't agree with it. Like, um, sure, that's grand, like, if you don't agree with it. But the thing about it, what my point is that Aldi paid for them, no, paid for the field. For the field. And I know that. And it's all fenced off. And the people were standing there and they were saying, no, we're not having blood sport. Like, as you said, through that microphone thing yeah, yeah. or whatever. Okay. And, but nobody said, um, right, we're not going into Aldi anymore because of that. People tend to ignore that kind of situation and those sort of people. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, they have okay. a perfect right to stand there and protest and shout to their megaphone if they want to. Absolutely. But what my point is, Aldi is paying for that. Aldi is paying but for that. But there was, sport. Cathy, when you when you look at, say, for example, going back about four years ago, or more actually, about five or six years ago, before we brought in bylaws to stop circuses using animals and live animals, there were people, the circuses got badly damaged by people boycotting circuses who use, say, live elephants or lions and tigers. And it wasn't until they stopped using them that people went back to the circus. So those kind of boycotts do work sometimes. I yeah, but sure, Jesus, now you're going to the zoo there now. I'm talking about like coursing mm. and 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 you know and, and would you go watch hair coursing I wouldn't I wouldn't watch hair coursing wouldn't happen for me would you not no have? I could think of a better way to spend an afternoon than watching some dog running around the field after a hair you know well you see the thing about it is it's not it's not just that's not just it it's like it's, it's actually it's a sport no I know that I know uh, and I know it brings money into the country as well I'm well aware of that correct yeah, yeah, yeah quite a substantial amount of money as well according to Michael McGrath or not Michael McGrath, yeah. what's his name? Um, who's that politician uh, down Kerry? What's his name again? Oh, his name's gone out of my head. Uh, Matty McGrath, Matty McGrath. No, Matty McGrath. Yeah, he's always yeah. going on about it. He's, yeah. He defends it down to the ground. Yeah. And I would know as well. Because um, the dogs have these, um, what do you call them? Muzzles. Uh, yeah, the muzzles on them. Like, yeah, but they still, I mean? yeah, but they, okay. still tur- they still turn the hair. 
Jesus Christ Almighty. Yeah, I suppose they do. Like, yeah. No, but yeah. They can't, they put their um, hair doesn't stand a chance if they catch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Alan, would you go to, uh, sorry, Alan, would you go to hair course now, Alan? Uh, no, I, it doesn't interest me because I'm more into into physical violence sports rather than hair oh. courses. But look, that's Pete Brinklet, man. Yeah. Cathy, would you go to bullfighting? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. Well, well, what's, the, well what's the difference? An animal being slaughtered uh, for entertainment. It's just a no, bigger animal. No, no, no. I know. I like. I don't like to see. I don't like to see blood and guts, like or anything like that. But well, like, the, what about the poor hair? Ah, Jesus! Sure, they get away. As I said, like, they, like they, they're not killed. They're not. Going ah, to they are killed sometimes. Like they are killed sometimes. Some Kathy, did you? No, Nile. Now, Niall, you first of all, you said you don't go, so now how can you tell well, me I, that? Well, I've spoke about it on the air many times. Yeah. Yeah. They do get killed every now and again. They don't. They might have a little bit of a heart attack. And, and also, the, also and the, 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 the dogs have to be trained. They have to be blooded, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the part that's cruel as well. All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I understand. I understand that part. But I, I still think that they're trained still in the same way that they have the cages on them and mm. don't kill them. But anyway, look. Yeah, okay, no, I, but I do get the point you're making. I, I Mind you, I don't think it was anything to do with Aldi, apart from the fact that you believe they might own the land that it's on. No, it's nothing to do. No, sorry. I, yeah. I, just, I was just a bit pissed off when I saw it, to be honest yeah. with you. We, and have you ever boycotted anything else yourself, Cathy? Um, no, I actually didn't. Well, you wouldn't boycott an old, You wouldn't boycott a shop that sells vegan food or something, would you? Seems you're a farmer. <laughs> Are you fucking untrue so far? I would not. <laughs> <laughs> Stay there. Let me go to James as well. James, hi. How are you? <laughs> James, <laughs> hi. How's it going? How go, are you? Have you ever boycotted anything, James? Not personally, no. no. I don't think so. Okay. Does it work? It can do if it's done correctly. Hmm. Yeah, but most people are selective in their outrage, you know. Well, they're selective, okay? If they need the product, they won't they won't boycott it. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And as, as long as it doesn't really have any negative effects on their life, mm. you know, but the pain starts to come home, they quickly change their channel. It's pretty much like the Russian situation you alluded to. Most people were all happy to go along with the idea of inflicting economic pain on the Russians until they felt pain personally themselves. And they were paying two euro a litre in the, in the local forecourt. Yeah, and then they were all crying at the politicians to do something. Yeah. <clears throat> and when they turn on the gas in their home, you know, and when, like uh, some countries in Germany when their industries were grounded to a halt, you know, when the reality of the, of the actions you support, when the chickens come home to roost, basically. Yeah, in other words, you don't cut your own nose to spite your face. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, but, but most people in general are just hypocritical. You know, if it doesn't cost anything or it's not any expenditure on effort on their behalf, they're, you know, sign a petition. Or yeah, like I could, I could go out and just boycott tampons tomorrow. I never use them anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. Do you know what I mean? So that, yeah, like, exactly. that, well, that's no, fine. Well, now, well, now, now, in fairness, I have to say they have many different... Where's he using them? Like, you know what I mean? Besides what Gaddy, you think of. Let's not go down so. that road. <laughs> I know. I don't know where that one's going, Alan, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, that's going on a very dodgy route. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry, James. Just get it back to what you were saying there. Go ahead. Sorry. No, but I said that we're all hypocritical to some degree because you're disagreeing with the lady for her hair coursing, but at the same time, 
an animal will be killed so you can consume it. Yeah, well, no, absolutely. And that's why I'm not going to stand out there with a megaphone objecting to hair coursing. I don't agree with hair coursing, but I'm not going to take a stand or start boycotting counties or farmers or something. I've very rarely ever done that in my life, the, the down with this sort of thing. I don't think I've ever done it, actually, because each to their own, you know what I mean? Yeah, and typically when, yeah, but- you know, if you... If you question individuals, you do attend individuals, you know, they're swept up with the emotion. Yeah. They well, I mean, there have been successful boycotts this year. Well, the most successful was Bud Light. I mean, that has been a hugely successful boycott. There was stupidity on the behalf of Bud Light to alienate such a large percentage of their consumers. Like, I think anybody could tell you, even if you don't have an economic understanding, you could still say that Larga, in general, it appeals to a certain demographic. Mm. Typically, quite boisterous men, you know, quite working class men, they would work typically labour jobs, they'd be into kind of physical sports, like it'd be American football in the US, over here it'd be actual soccer. Yeah. You know, you just look at the general demographic that is the consumer. Of a can of beer, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was a bad business move. But I think somebody alluded to it that it's basically a top-down ideology that comes from like Vanguard and BlackRock. And any international institution or uh, hedge fund that wants funding from these banks, they know they're going to take a certain hit in their bottom dollar, but they want access to international finance. Mm. So they don't really, if we lose five billion this year in sales, people will get over it, but we'll have the access to unlimited wealth. You know, and you can go and listen to the CEO of BlackRock say that, that we want to force cultural and social change. And that comes with basically if you want access. Yeah, to you get a credit. You get a credit score for being woke, essentially. Yeah, it's pretty much like the Chinese version of a social credit score. Yeah, I know. I've so, se- I've seen this. I've seen the stories in relation to that. You know what I mean? And you get basically a little nice little blue tick on your uh, on your company if you if you go woke. But but I mean, yeah, as but, I said, the, the phrase at the moment is "go woke and go broke," and that seems to be happening to a lot of companies. Yeah, well, that's quite old. That, mm. that's it's a, well, well, it's still the same. I mean, but as I said to you, Budweiser lost nineteen billion because of that particular boycott. It's a lot of money. Yeah, Honest to God, I don't know what that individual is thinking. Who green lighted that? Honestly, well, the two of them were fired. So I mean, like, nobody in a boardroom at any point said this is a bad idea. <laughs> it had to be somebody, you know, in charge of that amount of capital. You'd have to be very careful at what kind of political statements you tie yourself to and nobody along the way said this is a bad idea stay there for a second let me just go to Colin before I go to news Colin hi how are you hello Lloyd how are you Ben good do you, do you boycott things uh, depends on what you would like to say boycott like you know have I mean? you ever have you ever been involved in a boycott have you ever said I'm not gonna, on a point of principle like everybody else I'm not going to buy a certain product or whatever it is yeah um, like there's, I don't know if you know this, but it's after coming out there lately about a company called Sheen. Did you hear of it? No. Well, it's a, an internet, an internet, an internet company that sells clothes. But apparently, the kids, they had kids in there at gunpoint, and they were, they were supposed to be in class, and there was lead. Like fifty percent of the clothes were made of lead. Fifty percent of the clothing was made of lead. Yeah, and they're still going. They're like their 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 companies after being like they're they're being after being exposed, but their company is still online so far. 
but people are trying to shut them down they're trying to find where they are and no, but they can't for so I'd, I'd refuse to buy the likes of Sheen. I'd refuse. Same with the... Okay, the I, I, okay, I'm looking here. It says, according to research findings, Sheen clothing for both uh, children and adults, include, including pregnant women, contains high levels of lead, uh, phthalates, and uh, per body poly something or other substances. Uh, these chemicals are linked to health and substantial, uh, and substantially, uh, substantially issues or something like that. Some, yeah. Something they were saying about killing children or something. Well, no, I don't think there's a mention of children. Well, I don't think there's a mention of children, but they're, but they're not good for your health, but bottom line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was saying something about five-year-old kids or something that they were actually like going to hospitals. Okay, sorry, sorry, you want, James, you want to say something there? What brand of mobile phone are you currently speaking on? Um... That depends on who you are and depends on who I am. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I know the point you're going to make, James. Go on, make it anyway. Right, go on. What brand of mobile phone are you using? All right, why? Uh, Colin, just answer the question. I, I'll answer. I'm using it's Samsung. It's a Samsung. It's a Samsung. Yeah, yeah I'm using Apple. Right, so you know right. the cobalt and lithium that are currently in your phone right now? Yeah? You do yeah. know that Children I actually do. Pensioners have been are literally in giant uh, mining fields with pickaxes in their hand, literally digging that out of the ground. For pittance. Like See, that, 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 was, that was straight away put me off buying this phone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah but you did. And, uh, yeah, but I didn't know that. Do you know what I mean? Ah, you did know that column. Everybody knows that the batteries, that the cobalt of the batteries comes from small villages in the Congo. People know that. I, I know, I know how... Like, I and we know. also know how they're produced in Foxconn. You know all about how they're produced in Foxconn. No, no, no I feel like a killer. Ah, step <laughs> out of that. I mean, everybody knows that all these products, Samsung, Apple, they're all produced in Foxconn, one of the biggest factories in the world, 250,000 people. No, the suicide rate is tremendous. Yeah. I think including like and Adidas, including all them kind of companies. Well, I'm not gonna, yeah, but I'm not going to pretend to care. You know what I mean? Some people will pretend to care. That's the difference, I think, James. Would you see the thing is that some some people will buy a thing and and just like wouldn't know and the it, information. I just have to know that information. No, to be honest. Do okay, you so drive? Do you have any chance? No, can I just jump in with one more question? Do Do you drive? Sorry. Do, you do drive? I drive? Yeah. 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 I drive everyone mad. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, would you just answer the questions? Do you drive a car? You do. <laughs> Volkswagen. Do you drive a car? He does. Yeah, Volkswagen. I he said. Right. Okay. You drive a car. And um, yeah. how do you? Think, where do you think the fuel comes from? That single car. Do you ever see all the madness? Um, can, I, can I ask you a quick? Can I ask you a not, question? Not, uh, you can not, after the break. I have to go into the news. I'm gone way over time. Sorry, I'm gone because you're pandering there to each other. Uh, that we could ask a million questions of each other. There's products everybody uses every single day that somebody is working hard for and being paid rubbish money for. Every single person listening tonight is wearing some clothing that was probably made in a sweatshop, is driving a car where parts are made and people are paid pittance, it has a battery in something where the cobalt comes from a mine in the Congo where children are digging literally with their bare hands and Bronze Age tools and paid probably two or three dollars a month. So everybody is guilty of that. But you've got to say to yourself one thing. Do I care or will I pretend to care? Because that's really what a lot of you do is pretend. <laughs> Getting back to boycotting. Does it actually work? Does it make a difference when you boycott a product? And I don't mean a personal. So you said, oh, I went in recently to a shop and they named the shop and the customer service was terrible. I decided to boycott them. Oh, that's fine. That's a personal boycott. You, you can't turn around to everybody and tell everybody to boycott that shop because some person or girl or guy who worked there wasn't nice to you 
or didn't treat you very well. That's not a reason to boycott or get everybody else to boycott a store because they might have treated everybody else fine. Maybe it was you and it was your attitude or something. I don't know. See, that, I mean, I mentioned earlier on, like there's a chain of restaurants I don't go to because of a personal thing. But I don't want everybody else to boycott them. You know, that was just a personal thing to me. Do boycotts work? Let me go to Melissa. Melissa, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. <laughs> I'm a little bit hoarse after the Waterford protests where I had to stand up and, um, you know, sound a silence campaign that you know that I've told you about yep, over yeah, yeah. a number of months that we've been on and that we were screamed down and and violently attacked in Waterford. Um, like there seems to be one voice for some and not another. My voice is hoarse because I have a voice yeah. and I can stand up with all a five-year report and we have people with paedophilia flags and Palestine flags screaming us down. You know, there's a time and a place for it. Give out information. Can I just say something? Can no, I say something? sorry. I am going to say this now, Niall, and here and now. Mm. We had, they, they don't protest. They just counter protest. And they bring out whatever's on, be it a Ukraine, Palestine, Israeli, everything. I'm Irish. And I'm putting out Irish reports. I spent two days Saturday and Sunday as did the Haven Hope, all giving out voluntary first aid mental health. And in our lunch hour, I went up into Waterford with our sound of silence um, mm. statistics of a five-year report, and we were called Nazis. Mm, that's not nice, is and, it? Yeah, it's not nice. No, no. It was really horrible. No, and the, reason, no the reason I wanted to say something to you was, I, I witnessed the... The protests when Posey Park. I hope you saw the videos. Oh yeah, no, in I, I, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. Like, I did. you need to see this. Like I saw the uh, like, Posey Park. Why have I not got a voice? Okay. And they have a voice before. And, and by me, the way, like, well, hang on. Here's here's the thing. And we had a rape victim of Washford with us and mm-hmm. her whole family, and we had several victims that were sexually assaulted, where their victim, the the perpetrators, were never took to court. So. Why are their voices more over ours of our justice? Absolutely, and, and that's the way you feel, and you feel very strongly about that. And you're right, I'm by the way. I'm very strong about that. Absolutely. This. Okay, but the point I was I was just trying to make to you in relation to protesting, right? Everybody has a right to protest, and yeah, I, I they, and and let me hang on, Melissa. Just let me finish. Let let me just finish. Yeah. They have a fucking page that says counter protest. Anyone okay. in Ireland talking about anything? But people, actually, but Melissa, Melissa, just let me let me hear what I have to say first. Okay. It's so sad, like. Okay. Everybody has a right to protest. Everybody has a right to counter-protest if they want to counter-protest, right? But here's the thing. What I saw recently when there was a protest... Yes. I, I, Melissa, are you going to let me finish what I want Our to say? freedom okay. of speech. All right, I won't bother. Them. Okay, I apologise. No, it's okay. But I'm very upset over no, this No, I know weekend. you're upset. I won't bother responding to you. I was going to just give you some examples, but it doesn't matter. It's, and I spent two Because you won't let me finish what I'm trying to say. Even so. hope... Back to okay, I, I know all that, Melissa. I, Melissa, I, you know, I could give you, afford you the same situation and not let you finish what you're okay, going to say. Okay, I'll you know. be quiet now. No, I, like, no, I don't want you. Has... I, Melissa, I don't want you to be quiet. I, I'm just trying I to. I'll never be quiet now. No, I know you are. Yeah, I'm just trying to explain something to you. Okay. Right. Okay. I, and I'll finish it if you let me. All right. 
I and thought. Can we say congratulations to Ben and his beautiful son? Oh, well, yes, yes. We will. Ben Scallon, sorry, yeah, from Grip Media, who had a beautiful baby boy. Congratulations to Ben. I, I sent him a text hey, earlier on. Pro life okay. boy that I've been working with okay. for over six years, and his little baby boy okay. was born healthy. Melissa, <laughs> we're venturing into all sorts of wonderful things. All right. Now, we are. Okay, the point I was trying to make to you very, very briefly before we get back to what we're actually talking tonight about, which is about boycott, was that there was a protest in town, the Posey Parker, as you know, who comes over to let women speak. And Posey yeah. Parker and her protesters and the people who wanted to protest to let women speak were up one end of the street and there was a barrier and then a huge gap and the guards in the middle and the counter-protesters up the other and end. For like okay. six years okay. now. I, and I have to say, I thought that was the best the guards could do in that situation and fair play to them and I think that's a wonderful idea you can counter protest but please stay away and let other people speak yeah yeah. Well, I've that's the way it should be done like six years now yeah. and we don't need Pokey Parker Melissa O'Neill has Posey been doing Parker, that for six yeah. years yeah. on the street okay you All right, well, okay, I mean? okay, Melissa, let me just get back to the topic at oh, hand. Well, we have an Irish oh. lady from Limerick okay. living in Mortford. I'm well aware of that. Fight, uh, standing yeah. up for a fifth election have been do, has been doing that okay. on the streets. Of Mel- Melissa, we, we kind of have to get back to what we're talking about tonight. Okay, so okay. we're talking about boycotting. Have you ever boycotted anything yeah. or got involved in boycotts? I know. I um. Everything I've ever done and every rally I've been on is rallying the people together of um, their, like, because I'm a community development person, major award, always worked with the community and the people for 37 years now. So anything I've ever done, I've never even called a protest or a boycott. It's rallying the people Okay, so you've ne- so you've never said that you've never decided no. a local company should be boycotted because they sold a certain no, product never, that disagreed with never you. Never in my life. Okay, and no. do, you, do you think boycotts work? No. Hmm. Um, as I said, I rally people. Every movement I've been on since 2016, and I've been on about 600 rallies since 2016 to date of rallying the people together for the people's voice of what the government are ignoring. Mm. Well, that's, a, that's kind of different to, pro, that's different to boycotting, isn't the it? the people. Mm. No, we, we, we don't boycott. We, yes, we rally, we bring the people of the grassroots movement of Ireland together of what's been ignored. Okay, Melissa. Thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air. I'm not trying to silence you, but it's a bit, obviously we're talking about something a little bit different to what you're talking about. And I agree with everybody's right to protest and everybody should have a right to protest and be allowed to protest and be capable of protesting without having counter-protests, calling them names, um, unless it's from a distance, of course. And everybody has a right to counter-protest as well, if that's the way you feel about it. Let me go to Dave as well. Dave, hi, how are you? What's crack? What's crack, Dave? Dave, getting back to boycotting. Sorry, we went off on a tangent yeah, there. Yeah, just wondering there for a second. Is a Burger King you don't go to anymore? No. What? Because okay. of, no. Is it because of the chicken nuggets you mean? <laughs> I thought you were. I, I thought you were still pussing over your dip. <laughs> I, I am still pussing over the fact they put the, the chicken nuggets up fifty pence because of the Ukraine war. And, so uh, I was told. I I, I I I wish somebody was there with, with a uh, their phone on you and just 
here's Niall Bylan going mega Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I didn't go mega Karen because the girl is actually really nice. And I, I knew her from going up and down the road constantly to Belfast. Did, and you, was, did you ask for her manager? No. She <laughs> she was real polite. Like, she's she always, when she sees me coming in, she always gets me order real quick for me and everything because she knows exactly what I want every time I come in. That's to get you out that's a bit quicker. That's why. <laughs> it was just funny when the, the guy that day, because it was a different guy, I think, and he said, that, I said, why have they gone up 50 pence? And he says, because of the war in Ukraine. I said, you're having a laugh, pal. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the fact that you're kind of looking and going, could you say that one more time without a smile, please? <laughs> the war in the chicken nuggets have gone up because the war in Ukraine. First world problems are No, I do, bit, like, do like Burger King, in fairness. <laughs> I prefer Burger King burger to a McDonald's burger myself. Uh, McDonald's is fucking dark, man. Yeah, well, I just know it's not dark, but I just I find the McDonald's burger. It's, it's, it's not as there isn't as much taste in it as there is in the Burger King. Right. I would I wouldn't feed that shit to my dog. <laughs> Some people like it, you know, Dave. Uh, well, yeah, and you know what? I've had McDonald's. Uh, you know when you've got a hunger on you, you'd eat anything. You know what I mean? But it wouldn't. But it wouldn't knock it off, you know. You you ate a McDonald's, and an hour later you're inside the kitchen making toast and sandwich. I do like the strawberry know? shakes. In fairness. Ah, we just stop. <laughs> big, big cup of diabetes is all that is. But anyway, back to the back to the boycott. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So we won't be boycotting Burger King, no. I think we should boycott McDonald's. There you go. There's first boycott I've ever been a part of. Fuck it, let go hard or go home. <laughs> have you ever been part of a boycott? Um, no, I don't think I have. I don't think I've been more ever. Do you know, I don't think I've I've had the energy to be morally outraged enough by something to put in that kind of an effort. If mm. I'm being dead honest with you, do you know? Um, no, like if if I'm buying electronics, I like to to buy them in smaller brick and mortar shops secondhand. Yeah, that kind of way. Do you know what I mean? So that way, I'm not giving the bigger companies my money, and I'm trying to help out someone who's. You know, not, not a big chain store. You know what I mean? You're your yeah. guy in the corner of the street kind of a thing. That's yeah, that but he's normally more expensive. You know, he's normally more expensive, isn't he? Yeah, not not particularly. If you're buying something secondhand, like I I don't like to have all the the flashy stuff. Do you know what I mean? A yeah. phone that works and a tablet I can illegally download comic books onto. I'm happy. You know, I'm I'm a simple guy with simple tastes. Yeah, do you know that kind of way? Yeah, do you know so. All right. But, okay. um, yeah, and a dodgy no, and a dodgy I mean, box to watch your TV shows. <laughs> Not even. I I don't even need to go to the effort. I've Chromecast. By the way, can right I just say to everybody that. using dodgy boxes, and I know there's a lot of people using dodgy boxes. Sky Television have instructed on Garda Shea to go heavy on people who are using dodgy boxes. Really? Mm. And it's mad because out of all the internet service providers in the country, they're probably the most lax when it comes to piracy. Well, there you go. Sky, Sky, seemingly Sky TV even instructed the guards and the police in the UK to go heavy on people using dodgy boxes. These are the Android but how boxes. Can they tell, but here's the thing. From what I'm aware, it's the downloading is not illegal. It's the uploading, isn't it? Isn't that the problem as far as copyright laws are concerned? I can't, no, no, no. I think if you download copyrighted material and you haven't paid for it, um, you're, you're still culpable. Yeah, but, it, but aren't those boxes, piracy. but those boxes are designed to both download and upload at the same time and people don't realise that. So when you're downloading something, you're streaming essentially to a yeah. torrent. But as you're doing it, other people around the world are taking it from your box. It's yeah, a sharing well, that's, system. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Peer, peer to peer sharing. That's yeah. what yeah, torrenting is. I, I didn't realize it was torrents. I thought it was just streaming. Yeah, no, no. Oh, they, right. That's what those boxes do. They torrent, you know? Yeah, but sure if you get yeah, but sure if you VPN, how are they going to tell it? 
Don't tell everybody you know, this. Don't like, tell everybody tell, this. Tell, 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 <laughs> oh, come, come here. Listen, there's, there's OAPs nowadays who know how to use this stuff. Come on, like, you know. Well, anyway, well, they're, they're, clamming, they're clamming down on Dodgy Box. And you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I kind of washed my hands years ago with the kind of Dodgy Box thing because I. Here I'm, we go. I, what? <laughs> here, go on. No, no, no. Come on, come on. No, Let's I, hear how you're. I, I'm a, much... a paragon of, of virtue and, and <laughs> social responsibility. Come on, man. Well, I do pay for Netflix, right? And I get I get my Amazon with my Amazon Prime because I pay for the deliveries. I live up north. The delivery is wonderful up north, right? And, you know, you get it literally the next day if you pay for Prime, which is only certain whatever it is per month, saves you the delivery charges, right? So you get Amazon Prime for free then with that, okay? So I have both those services. And if I want to see the latest movie, I'll go to the cinema. I don't want to yeah. watch some dodgy version with a lad getting up in the middle looking for his popcorn. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Asha, hey, listen, I remember when the, when it used to be dodgy DVDs and, like, you know, a fella come along, he'd be like, right, lads, here's, like, uh, iRobot, and you can hear a guy shouting the way through the movie. <laughs> yeah, or you know? somebody laughing. But then, but, yeah, <laughs> but, but then all the kids would go away and go, right, lads, I got the good stuff, and he'd pull back a blanket and, then, like, the, the footwell or where the wheel well where his... Uh, his beer wheel should be as full of pirated porn. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I much prefer to go to a cinema. Like if a new blockbuster comes out, a new big Marvel movie, Spider-Man or whatever, right, comes out, I much prefer to see it on a big, you know, the big IMAX rather than seeing it on my own. Now, I have a nice screen, don't get me wrong, <gasps> but I much prefer to see it on the big screen and, and the atmosphere of sitting there quiet with the popcorn. And I just much prefer that. I prefer that experience. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one, if you've got a few pounds to piss up against the wall, rent out a cinema screen to play video games on. Because mm. a lot of them do it. And like if, I mean, if they do it down here, they definitely do it up the north. I, I'm not joking you. It is just something else. Well, so go, know, go, go, go to the Odeon and say, can I rent out your IMAX for half an hour? I, I, I did it there for my birthday last year. Myself and Young Flow went in, handed you one the Xbox, went in, full-size cinema screen. We actually had to go in and um, ask them could they turn down the volume of small because it was blown the fucking ears off. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I oh, must... it was unreal. It yeah. was genuinely, it was it was unreal. Like, it's it's the kind of thing, like, instead of, like, How much did it cost? Pit, How much did it cost you? Uh, 150 euro. Okay. It's okay, considering you're renting the whole cinema. 100, 150 quid for, for two hours. And it's, you can have up to 20 people there if you want. So, do you know, like, if you're, I don't know, playing, like, a FIFA tournament or something like that, or Mario Kart or something, you could have, you know, like, the end of your tournament in the cinema. It genuinely, I'd rather spend that money now on, uh, I'd rather spend money on that now than going on the piss. Speak, speaking of video games, we've gone off on too many tangents here, right? But that movie, Gran Turismo, I don't know if anyone's watched it or not. Uh, the new one, which is based on a true story of a kid that played the game and then eventually became a, gra- a, a driver, a real driver. Um, it's an amazing movie. It's a low-budget movie, but it's absolutely amazing. It's actually made by Sony themselves. But if you get a chance oh, to cool. watch it, Gran Turismo, it's called. And it's a brilliant but, movie. Yeah, I've seen it. I just, I, I've, I've seen it on one of those illegal streaming sites. You might check it out there. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I paid to see it, in fairness. Okay, now getting back to boycotts. So do you believe boycotts are a good thing? Do they serve a purpose? Do they work? Well, I mean, like, historically, they have led to some fairly positive uh, social changes. I mean, um, one of the earliest boycotts I remember hearing about was when the British government, um, the parliament, voted against abolishing slavery. So people were basically like, well, up yours, we're not buying sugar anymore. Mm-hmm. And that led to them actually abolishing slavery because the trade in sugar and the money they were making from the sugar just completely tanked. You also have a, a more recent one. Um, 
Uh, do you remember that country? Oh, what's it? Uh, Brunei. Remember they brought in these really draconian laws that were like aimed at gay people in a really roundabout kind of way. Oh like, yeah, they were, you know, they were going to hang gay people from what I remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Sultan of Brunei actually owns a chain of hotels that's visited by the likes that's of right. like, yeah. Elton John and, you know, like George Clooney and all that. They began a boycott of his hotels and that led to the rollback of those uh, particular laws. You also had the Rosa Parks when that whole thing kicked off Black people decided, well, you know, opioids were not using public transport anymore. anymore, And the, the bus companies in that part of America uh, nearly went bankrupt at the time. You know, I mean, there's loads of stories. There's um, uh, people started boycotting, was it jewelry and stuff like that. So they stopped buying uh, gemstones from uh, blood, Myanmar. Blood diamonds, yeah. Of, yeah, you blood diamonds as well. But they stopped buying stuff from, I think it was in Myanmar because of what was happening in Rohingya to... Um, the Muslim people there who are being, you know, basic, basically ethnically cleansed. So there are, look, there's been and a there, And by the way, they're great examples you've just given, and I gave a few at the start of the show, but the problem nowadays with social media, oh. there's a million boycotts going on. There is a million boycotts going on, but the thing is, like, I mean, like, the vast majority, like, the vast majority of people out there aren't, like, you know, these diehard left-wing or right-wing people, and, you know, the vast, the vast majority of us have common sense and have better things to be doing with our time than getting involved in this kind of stuff. Do you know? Mm. And like, so it's like, do you remember when they brought out those like gender neutral dolls and people were like, oh God, you know, it's, it's going to lead to the ruination of children. But aren't and all dolls kind of gender neutral, aren't they really? It was, yeah. But you know the they ones don't have willies about, or vaginas know? anyway. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, um, except for those really creepy, really realistic baby dolls. I oh, don't yeah. know why anybody buys them. Oh there, yeah, they know? actually have willies. I've seen them. I was at a friend of mine's house recently and one of her kids has one of them and it's it's, it's freakishly realistic and I actually asked her because she put it in another room because it was freaking <laughs> me <laughs> you know, I don't know is it because it wasn't blinking or because it was just looking at me but they're even creepier than porcelain dolls but like you do you've loads of them I mean I know, like, I know people like to, to go you know all the lefties with this that and the other but you also have people on the opposite side of the political spectrum I mean look at America look at some of the mental ones they had like they wanted they, was it they wanted the people of America to boycott France because they wouldn't get involved in the Iraq war um, the Dixie Chicks they wanted them to boycott them they wanted them to boycott SpongeBob SquarePants. I mean, uh, why why would they buy boycott SpongeBob SquarePants? Because all these religious fundamentalist groups thought the SpongeBob SquarePants is going to make your kids gay. Well, but Patrick is gay, isn't he? Uh, I thought SpongeBob was gay. You know what? Let's not even get into it. They're cartoon characters. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. But wasn't there a whole thing about Sesame Street too? Wasn't Bert and Ernie were meant to be gay too, weren't they? You see what I mean? Two dudes just can't live together and sleep in the same bed. And have a bath together. <laughs> and have a bath together. Oh, what? You've not, never had a platonic, totally heterosexual bath with one of your friends? Jesus, Christ. No. no you are living at all, are you? And sang Rubber Ducky <laughs> while I was doing it. Yeah. Rubber Ducky, you're the one. You yeah. make bath time lots of fun. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And you see, this is why adults should never get involved in kids' stuff because kids don't think this way. You know? Children just children don't look at it and think of it like that. Children just look at it and go, hey, look, it's Bert and Ernie and they're singing a catchy song. Be stuck <laughs> in, my, in the nip in a bath. Head for a week. <laughs> you know, so there are, look, there, there are lots of mental ones and some of the ones that probably shouldn't gain traction probably do just due to the nature of social media. And now we give head cases a place to 
congregating share ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just, like, just, and, and the wider thing, I, they have led to a lot of social change. I mean, putting pressure on Nestle by Greenpeace. Um, Over the brass milk substitutes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, well, it also led to, to Nestle going, okay, we're going to stop, um, you know, cutting down rainforests and killing orangutans. I mean, that's good, no? I mean, the fur trade, boy, boycotting has definitely had a massive impact on the fur trade. Yes, it, but the fur trade has now got busier again in the last five years. Really? Yes, from what I believe, yeah. Fur is becoming is going back into fashion again. Seriously? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm actually shocked by that. I yeah. really am. I mean, I wonder, uh, maybe, I wonder, Jane, Jane, would you can you get me the, some stats there and the increase of the sale of fur over the last five years? I was only reading it there somewhere recently. Now, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I was reading it recently that, that fur <laughs> has become more fashionable. Actually, let's ask a woman. Neve, hi. Hi, how are you? Have you fur? Don't ask me about fur. Have I fur? Um, no, I shaved. Would you buy a fur coat if somebody gave it to you the no. right price? No. They're mad expensive. I have a fur coat upstairs. Have you? I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I, I mean, I, I, there is one coming to me, but it will go into the attic. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it out. Yeah, put somebody, there was a girl, one of the girls worked for us there going back a, oh, a good while ago. And her granny had died and left her like a mink for a coat mm-hmm. or something. Like that. And she was asking me, like, can you sell it? And I said, I don't know. I think it's illegal to sell them now on eBay and places like that. I, I don't think they, they allow you to sell them. I'm not too sure. But I looked I think it up. You take it to a dealer, I think. Yeah, the value what of them. The like, they're, about, they're worth about eight or nine grand. What? Oh. Well, yeah. Okay, it's eight... it isn't, maybe it's not going into the asset. <laughs> they're worth ridiculous right. money for, like, you know, because, of the, because it's That's not produced crazy. as much as it used to be. But I believe fur is going back into fashion again, which is sad. They it feel is, unreal, though. Mm. Oh, they, they are. They're, they're lovely. Yeah. Well, I prefer it to be on a live creature. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, getting back to boycotts. Neve, have you ever boycotted anything? I don't think so. I don't, mm. I'm, a bit, I, I'm a bit like Dave. I just don't think I have the... You have. You've, you've boycotted beans with, with, that, with sugar. That's a personal thing. I did, When I was younger and I was all worthy, um, you know, thought I knew everything... I I wouldn't I'd only buy makeup in the body shop because I thought they were the only people that knew anything about anything, right? And because they didn't test on animals, and sure, I thought that was the best thing ever, and right. that was my thing. But I've never gone to march or done anything uh, like that, you know, to to boycott things. Mm. I think the problem we're having now is that, like, Dave gave all the examples of who's going to give, you know, w- with apartheid and with. Uh, Blood Diamonds and Sierra Leone and Myanmar and all those countries, which was brilliant that they got a positive outcome. But nowadays, we have people listening to the wrong people. You mentioned Dylan Mulvaney, and there is the perfect example. This person, up until about four months ago, was lauded as the best thing ever to come onto TikTok. Everybody was talking about him. Everybody loved him. He was wonderful. He was this, he was that. Now it's turned on. Mm. So people were listening, and all he had to say was, buy Tampax. And everyone was saying that, because he said so. We're listening to the wrong people. We're listening to people who could have an agenda, could be sponsored by the other crowd. So say, don't buy Coke. Check they're not being sponsored by Pepsi. Yeah. You know, and just give it about six months, because... TikTok turns on people. You know, people who were top of the heap a year ago are bottom of it now, cancelled, gone, whatever. 
it's usually for good reason. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to start listening to them, you know, you know, if you're going to boycott something, at least have your own reasons for it. At least do your research, find out why you don't want to support this company or this country. But I don't think, I think unless a huge amount of people get on board on the one topic, you know, all you know, Budweiser has to do is just wait, wait yeah. it out. Because this is just tomorrow's chip wrapper. Because he'll be gone off TikTok soon. It's expensive. It was true, an expensive chip wrapper. It was 19 it million was, that asked. It was, <laughs> but look what they've made, you know, look <clears throat> what they make on a yearly basis. They probably got that alone for, you know, for sponsoring the Super Bowl. You know, or their Christmas ad. You know, these things bring in such an amount of money to them. And the people I feel sorry for are the guys making the cans, the guys who are worried about their next mortgage payment. No, that's what Nothing I said earlier you know. on. When you See, when you boycott a product, okay, you're going to damage the company and you're going to damage the CEO and the person who owns it. But they'll recover. They'll recover. It's the, the people who won't recover are the, you know, the hundreds of people in, say, Budweiser who lost their jobs because the factory closed down. Mm-hmm. The, the delivery driver. You know, the 7-Elevens and the Walmarts who don't sell quite as much beer. You know, although there's exactly. a huge knock-on effect. Or and even bring it down to, you know, it's not just them. It's the restaurants who aren't selling the beer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might have a guy that only drank Bud, so he's not drinking it anymore, so he's staying at home now. Yeah. You know, so it, if you're going to hit a company, make sure it's for the right reasons, not just because somebody on TikTok told you that they didn't like it. Mm. And I think... It's because... Well, it was kind of the opposite, actually. Our, it was because Budweiser sponsored him. That's why there was a... Yeah. 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 And, but in a lot of cases as well, it's, it's these TikTokers coming out and saying, oh, this is bad. Yeah, don't buy this. Yeah. And then, so, and then suddenly you look at the comments section of them, we'll never buy it again. You think, but did you ever <clears> buy it before? Yeah. You know, do you even know what it is? Do you even know where it comes from? Do you even know why? But the, the latest boycotts I'm seeing all over social media are Israel and Palestine. So any shops that are selling goods that may be sourced with, I don't know, even the raw materials come from Israel or Palestine, you know, they're saying, oh, we should boycott those products. And who does yeah. that hurt? That hurts the, the people in Israel and Palestine who already are going to starve. Mm. You know, there's like, I'm with you, you know, and you said it right at the beginning. I'm not taking sides on this one. I don't support the Israeli government and I don't support Hamas, but I really support the Israeli and the Palestinian people because mm. they're both suffering. Of course they are. And, you know, these people are going to suffer even more. So if, if, if they're not making money to support their economy, what's going to happen to them? It won't be the government. They're, they're all, always going to be fine. All governments are. You know, and, and even if it, it wasn't a war-type situation, a government can just go and not be in government anymore. But they won't die. Not like the, the farmer who needs that five euro a day that he makes off that whatever he's selling mm. to feed his family because they will die so i think you should be really careful that you're supporting something for the right reasons and not just because somebody of influence is telling you to yeah and, and it, that's the problem with the younger generation that are watching yeah and that you, the cons- and you consider the knock-on effect of those boycotts or whatever you do and I, and I think they, Dave made that point at the start. A lot of us are quite hypocritical when we do we get involved in boycotts or, you know, abstaining mm. from using a product because we're quite hypocritical because we are just, I suppose, Dave, we, we, people, well, I don't do it, but people just virtue signal, don't they? Yeah, but I mean, like, to be fair, there's no way you're going to go through your entire life without being a hypocrite in some 
way, shape, or form. I mean, you know, Neve, as always, the rocket sense hit the nail on the head. If you're going to get involved in a social, uh, you know, kind of socially conscious movement, as such as a boycott or something like that, make sure you know what you're actually getting involved in. Because something that popped into my head there, she was talking, and I don't know if it considered a boycott or a protest, but back in the 80s where everybody wanted to go nuclear, we were like, we're going to be building nuclear power plants, it's going to be safe, clean energy, and people were, you know, boycott this company, boycott that company. They said, right, we're not going to build the nuclear power plants, we're going to build coal and heat plants. It turns out years later, a lot of those campaigns were funded by the oil companies. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and we'd probably be in a better position if we had nuclear power. You know, well, well, we you'll, really well you'll also find that you know the the sustainable fuel that's being promoted at the moment is also being funded as well by large companies who are responsible for making making wind farms, solar panels, and all these other things that are being made. So there's so there's always money behind these things, always. Oh yeah, there's there's, there's always going to be a vested interest by somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, like like that's why like the the you know the ones like you know, stop selling, buying gemstones for from countries where people are being abused or, mm. you know, let's not use a hotel by a guy who wants to hang gay people. I mean, they're fairly cut and dry. You know what I mean? You can you could mm-hmm. get involved in something like that and, you know, your your conscience is fairly clear. But again, particularly in the age of social, I, I, you know, I think one common denominator in all this is the effect social media is having on not just us here, but like human civilization as a whole. You know, because people don't read as much anymore. You know, like when I, when I was younger, if I wanted to know someone, I went to a, a library and I read a book. People now are, they're not even reading full stories. They're reading paragraphs or they're reading headlines or, you know, they'll, they'll see the thing that catches their eye and they'll latch onto that, not really knowing what they're actually getting involved in. And then they meet a bunch of people like themselves. They get into a bit of an echo chamber. You know, they get so entrenched in these ideals that if somebody tries to say something, you know, against what they believe in immediately they're the bad guy and all logical discourse is just completely shut down yeah. you know we're yeah. you know we're going in completely the wrong direction. real people real opinions real talk radio the multi-award winning Nile Boylan show Absolutely.